Chapter 5. Level 1. Hiding in the shadow of one of the empty trucks parked inside the compound, Solid Snake took a long look around. What Hawley was looking for was something that would give him an indication of where Metal Gear might be concealed. A hatch leading to an underground silo, maybe, or a building within the complex that was more remote and more fortified than the rest. But he was handicapped by the fact that nobody in Foxhound Command knew what Metal Gear looked like. Was it something so big it needed a huge protected structure to house it? Or so small that it was only a deadly microchip, computer-triggered or radio-controlled? A barbed wire fence around a building was no guarantee that Metal Gear was to be found inside. It could be anywhere in outer heaven, even in Colonel Vermin Katafi's shirt pocket. All he had to go on was the name, Metal Gear. Somehow that hinted to Hawley that the weapon itself was large and needed a sizable building to itself. Crossing the field that separated the outside fence from the windowless complex of outer heaven, the young marine captain spotted a door at the base of one of the buildings. Using the keycard, Hawley placed it in the slot on the door face down. He could hear the latch click, and he pushed gingerly at the door. It opened to his touch. He was inside now on the first level of the first building. He pressed himself against a wall, becoming a shadow, and let his eyes do the walking. There were many doors along the hallways of Building 1, and all of them were guarded. Armed and uniformed terrorists, most of them carrying high-tech automatic weapons, were everywhere. Solid Snake knew that at least at the start, he would have to avoid the guards wherever possible. Once he knew his way around, and once he'd located a weapon of his own, he'd be able to fight. For now, though, the only intelligent thing was to remain concealed. But for how long would Hawley's concealment be safe or effective? There had to be surveillance devices everywhere in the compound. Hawley scanned the walls and ceilings for the telltale red eye of a video camera, but he didn't see one. That could mean the cameras were hidden from view, or it could mean that other types of sensors might be operating. Heat seekers or motion detectors, for example. They were common devices frequently used in securing premises. Those would certainly tip off the terrorist leader to the presence of an intruder. But if that were so, wouldn't the patrolling guards confuse the sensors? No. It had to be hidden video cameras linked to some giant console control board somewhere in the complex. Solid Snake looked around for stairs leading to the upper floors, but he didn't see any. Two elevators, east and west according to Holly's compass, were all that were available to Solid Snake to get him from the first level to another floor. The elevators were an added risk and posed a real danger of possible entrapment. Also risky were the corridors leading to the elevators. There were three of them. Hawley took the one to the left. He found himself facing three doors. He tried his keycard on the first door, but it didn't respond. Why not? The slot for the card was there. Why didn't the door open? Unless... For the first time, Solid Snake realized that there might be more than one keycard. In fact, now he was certain of it. Each individual card opened only a small designated number of doors, and it would take more than one to open all the doors. How many keys would Justin Hawley need to fully penetrate Outer Heaven? Although Justin didn't know it, there were actually eight keycards that, used together, unlocked all the doors in the compound. It was an elaborate system in which the higher the soldier's rank, the more keycards he was entitled to carry. Only Colonel Vermin Katafi himself carried all eight cards, 
His two most trusted terrorist aides were entitled to six each. But the keycard in Solid Snake's possession did manage to trip the second lock and get the second door open. Holly slipped inside the room. It was a small room, little more than a closet, and it smelled bad, like chemicals. The room gave the young Marine a bad feeling, and he wanted out of there. But first, he forced himself to look around. Something was lying on a shelf near the door. Holly grabbed it and ducked back outside. The door clicked shut behind him, locked again. He looked at the thing he was holding in his hand. It was a gas mask. Considering the chemical smells, the gas mask made perfect sense. It was probably used during experimentation in that room. It could be useful, but what Solid Snake really wanted was a weapon. But he decided to keep the gas mask and move down the corridor. The guards were still patrolling back and forth, up and down. Now they were coming Holly's way. Their heavy boots making cadenced footsteps sounded closer and closer. Hugging the wall, Holly raced off in the one opposite direction, to the nearest side door of level one. Quickly, he tried his keycard, which he now thought of as Keycard 1. It worked. The door opened, and Holly was back outside the building before the terrorist guards caught a glimpse of him. Three military trucks were parked just outside the door. They were marked with the same strange insignia of the other vehicles he'd seen outside the compound. Holly ran swiftly toward them, hoping to find them unguarded. He was lucky no terrorist guards were in sight. Quickly but thoroughly, Justin began to search the trucks. He was looking for something, anything that could be useful in his mission. Luck was with him. In the left-hand truck, his fingers closed around a familiar something, a pistol grip. Justin Hawley had to bite his tongue from yelling out a yelp of triumph. But his moment of triumph was brief. Hawley had found a handgun, the Beretta M92F, a lightweight weapon, yet accurate and deadly. But with it, there was no clip of ammunition. The gun was empty. Still, it was a beginning. And now a game hint from your friends at GeekAid.com. Get the rocket launcher on the second floor of Building 2. After you have earned four stars, call Jennifer on frequency 12048. That's frequency 12048. That frequency again, 12048.